Episode five of three guys from the south side. Uh, look, three became two this week. Boys, what's happening, man? How we doing? Coming live from Champagne. What's uh, what's going on right before the holiday? Merrick, I'm doing good. Work week's over. I'm down here till the 25th, and then I get to see your ugly mug. Um, up in Tinley Park on the 25th for the holidays. Like you said, we lost a guy here, but um. We go way back, all the way to middle school. We got some good chemistry, and we're going to have some fun with it today. So uh, we're ready to roll, and we'll get everyone uh, who turned down a guest appearance jealous and make them come here for uh, the 30th, which will be a good time. So stay, got to stay tuned for the next episode. Well, I, I agree. I, th- I think we're going to have some fun with today's episode. A lot of it's going to be at my expense after the absolutely abysmal. Like I, It's laughable. It's actually laughable how bad I was on Saturday gambling boys it, it, it's it, it i can't even i can't even think about the emotions running through my body that that were running through uh, especially in the second half of that alabama florida game but before we get to that uh you mentioned uh obviously the holiday coming up uh not a you know i, I think obviously with the the bowl season upon us here college football wise we do have start uh obviously we're, we're getting a thick bit of college hoops nba's tipping off uh, just recently got the announcement that the NHL uh, coming back here the middle of January. Uh, I think there's games 113 straight days. So the sports world's kind of buzzing right now. Um, we're pretty excited. I know we're going to talk a ton about it when we're uh, all back together there in Chicago. I know I'm looking forward to uh, a little between the sheets action that we got going Christmas night at the Kubiak household. So any uh, any anticipation boys for uh for the get together here on, on friday well so for the listener uh, the 10 listeners out there who don't know um probably for the past 10 years uh during christmas uh after 8 p.m we're all invited to our buddy's house and we play cards and it gets a little out of hand um and i'm always the dealer merrick's a great podcast host i'm a great dealer i like to talk to smack drink a couple old fashions mr and mrs kubiak always have hendrix gin for me so i get to mix it up a bit and we're usually playing until uh two o'clock so uh we're all looking forward to seeing each other. We're all back home one day, COVID or COVID. Don't worry. We'll all be wearing masks in the Kubiak household, too. That's a big thing for them, wearing masks. So we'll be safe, have a good time, and uh, we'll hear how all of us did next week, too, on the podcast. I might leave my mask at home now that I'm uh, I'm day 11 off the Rona. Uh, feeling good. I'm strong. Uh, feel, feel, feeling much better than I did last week, and that's for sure. I, I, think, I think that kind of affected my picks last week. I think it was – a little delirious from the Rona, but um, we're again no excuses. Need to need to battle through that. But yes, the Kubiaks are great hosts every Christmas. Um, we love it for for you listeners who don't know the game between the sheets. Look it up. Uh, we typically typically play dollar buy-ins. Uh, there's a lot of different ways to make money in this game. Pots, I think, biggest pot we've seen two years ago was about twenty one hundred bucks. Um, before someone took that home. So uh, a good way to end Christmas, uh, even if Santa wasn't good to you. So, um, but look, let's let's go back to, to last weekend. <laughs> You're laughing at me. I'm like, I, I, it's laughable now looking back at it. Every single game I touched turned to dust. I won a total of one in six uh, in my total placed bets that I made uh, on my account. 
uh, let's just say I, I received a text from my uh, from from a friend that said, "Please send uh, come Tuesday." So um, let's start. Let's start with our thoughts coming off that Ohio State win uh, in Indy against Northwestern. It looked for a while there that Northwestern was going to pull that off. Yeah, 11, that's an 11 a.m. start. It looked like Ohio State was still sleeping. I know they had 22 guys out with COVID, but, man, it didn't look like they wanted to uh, be playing on January 1st. I'll tell you that. And the crazy thing is, though, they finally figured out that Fields was having a rough day, and they gave the guy Trey Sermon about 30 carries, and he made up for it. And the crazy thing at the end, and I wish I could see you down there in Dallas. I was hope, I bet you were hoping they pounded that rock in oh. under that 16. It so was a- I'll, I'll hear what you were doing by yourself Uh quarantining oh my god i literally i was sitting there on the couch and i'm like wait they actually have a chance to backdoor this sermon goes off for like a 30 i think it was like a 32 yard run with about 30 seconds left i don't even know why they snapped the ball again but they still did they gave him the rock again he gets stuffed at the goal line they lined up like they were going to snap it again and i'm i'm at this point i know I know public picks Merrick here, and why I call them Mayday, Mayday, Mayday spreads. When you say Mayday, you don't know if it's good or if it's bad. And this whole game, it was bad, and then it almost got good. So, oh. for you, I didn't have anything on the game, but the Mayday, raw, the raw, the raw emotion. Long day with a lot of football and a lot of college. The raw emotion just co- just coming from uh, apartment twelve oh three when that happened was was yeah, it could be heard for floors uh, in this building, but. Um, yeah, yeah. Look, I, I had trouble flipping between them and a, a couple other games, but that ending was just—it was just too cliche. And I should have known that. That should have been my indicator, boys, of like, don't do it. Like, nothing else is destined to happen that day. But you know what? You just keep going back. You take one step back. No, December nineteenth. That's a great day of sports. We haven't had that all year, so you got to—you got to go. You got to go, put up the fight. Throw the punches in while you can, because soon it will be gone. So yeah, I, I I mean we we kept we kept going even after that, but simultaneously we had Oklahoma and Iowa State. I had placed my money on the over, which which to my defense at halftime looked good. It looked real good. We're we're we were pacing we were pacing to cover the fifty seven and a half. And I think we had 30 points. Yeah, we had 30 total points at halftime. And then we just had an abysmal third quarter. I don't think anyone scored a point. Look that up. I guarantee I I don't think there's a total point scored in, in, in the in the third quarter there. Get to the fourth, make it a little bit interesting, but still need two scores down the stretch that weren't gonna happen to hit the over, hit the under. All of a sudden, before but before three o'clock, I'm 0 2, actually 0 3, considering and I told our listeners last week, along with Mr. McAvoy, uh, take Ohio State first half. That was I threw another L up, but I'm 0-3, walking into 3 o'clock, just walking right into it. Yeah, Merrick, let's backtrack on that game too. So when the year started, I, I put uh, I put a unit on TCU 20-1 to to win the Big 12 and Ohio State 12 – Iowa State, I'm sorry, to win the Big 12. So I told them – Let's just hope Oklahoma doesn't score first, and then I can live bet this or hedge. So obviously, first drive of the game, Oklahoma scores. They're trading the whole game. I can't even, I can't even hedge. So and then they drive down the field. They score six points. I'm like, this is perfect. I can't handle overtime. I know we're going to win at the end of regulation. We're going to lose down by six. Driving down the field, 
Brock Purdy wants to throw one more INT just to break my heart. Throws up a duck snort. Could have shot that down from Oklahoma. From Norman, Oklahoma. That's how high it was up there. Iowa receiver doesn't really make an effort. Oklahoma wins. Wins by six. Don't even cover the spread. It was with a couple boys who had Iowa State plus five and a half, too. So we were all pretty dejected there. And, uh, yeah, that's what happens when you don't hedge. And usually my middle name's hedge, but never had the opportunity to. So I was on a different side of that game, but we both ended up losers. So uh, let's just – let's just was not kind to me. Let's just agree that that really those morning games just weren't kind to us in general. Um, and even going into the three o'clock games, um, I was actually, I was texting, I know you were with another buddy of ours, Coobs, uh, and I was texting him, asking him who the boys are getting on for the afternoon game. And he goes, well, uh, you know, everyone's taking the over in the Clemson Notre Dame game. So what do I naturally do? What do I naturally it's do? Pressure. It's peer pressure. I put, I put two units on it and I'm like, all right. This is, you know, we're we're off to a decent start. A couple turnovers, one from Lawrence early, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like Notre Dame forgot how to play football. They forgot how to play offense. Like, well, the funny did, thing did is, they really want to play Alabama that bad? Well, the funny thing is, me and Kubiak didn't bet the over on this. I actually had a side bet with a buddy. I took the younger, but I wasn't really rooting because I didn't want to rub it in their face. So they scored 10 points in the first quarter and they say, Oh, we're not out of this. We still got a chance. 60 points. And then the third quarter comes around. They got 34. And then we're just joking. Oh, they still got a chance. They still got a chance. They still got a chance. Game was DOA basically at halftime in that third quarter. And man, I knew I I said Notre Dame was going to make the playoff no matter what, but man, they were really trying to push the buttons and get that sec bias to get Texas A&M in one more time. But, uh, Wind in South Bend was pushing the right way for Brian Kelly on Saturday and Sunday when they made the college football announcements. Yeah, I was I was shocked that even after that ass kicking that they received from Clemson that they would get in. But um, you know, I think again, you look back at the records from both teams, you look back at how how Notre Dame was able to beat Clemson earlier in the year. I think that played out played a lot with it. And I think too, Trevor Lawrence being as high, you know, high up in the Heisman running as he is, I think that does have a lot to do with the two boys as far as you know, Clemson, uh, you know, ensuring that they're going to be in a position to still make the playoff. But look, yeah, let's get to this Florida and Alabama game. Um, talk about SEC bias. Don't get me wrong. Both these offenses are good. But, man, I thought I was watching a Big 12 game, 52 to 46. And the thing is, everyone's telling you Alabama's back. But the thing is, they played absolutely no one this last month. No one played defense. Bold, de- bold defenses. I was getting nervous about Alabama. I, I mean, you saw Saban getting pretty pretty upset on the sideline after a couple plays, a couple of dumb penalties that I think he thought were dumb. I thought they were actually fairly good penalties that, that middle linebacker. Oh, are you talking about oh, I'll pass interference what, uh, calls? He had two pass interference. West Grand in Chicago, Illinois. I don't know the zip code's favorite football player is uh, Josh Job. That was the play when Florida's at the one-yard line and they fumbled. Mm-hmm. Got the yep. ball back, but Josh Dobe, a defensive back, was somehow offsides. Like that guy was also getting picked on all day too. Don't get me wrong; it's hard being a defensive back in NFL, let alone college. But man, oh man, that defense has some work to do. I don't think they'll be worried against Notre Dame, but Ohio State and Clemson can put up some punto. So we'll I was going to say, whoever they, whoever they play, man, out of that, out of that Clemson, Ohio State matchup. That's not going to be easy for that defense. 
that, that it won't be easy for them at all. So I think yeah. they're lucky that that offense though is playing so well. I mean, if you look on paper, I, I don't, I don't know if any other defense that you know is in the in the top four there can really hang with them. But uh, we'll see uh, how they fare against Notre Dame. But yeah, I mean, back to that game though, boys. It was it was gut wrenching. You know, I I felt great no, at halftime. Eighteen at half. I felt great at halftime. I, I I got my one one win of the day at halftime, and that's when I thought, boys, that is when I genuinely thought we're going to turn this around. We're gonna we're if Alabama covers that game, covers the, the game line with the amount of with, with the units I had on it, we're even on the day, right? So we could have we we would have went two and five on the day, and we would have broken even financially. But no, but no. Can't even chase on Sunday when that happens. No, no. Are you kidding me? No chance. No chance. I woke up. I went to church to say a prayer. Jeez. I mean, it was it was that bad. I'm just no rebound at this point. Another thing with those mayday spreads and public pick uh, Merrick over there down in Dallas, Texas. Once you see the scores and how things go, you know Vegas either lost a lot of money or they won a lot of money. And I think last week Vegas won a lot of money. I agree. Clemson game. I don't think. A lot of favorites, man. Even the Packers on Saturday night were up by 18 and a half and didn't cover the eight and a half spread. So good day to be a legal or illegal bookmaker across the United States of America. But hey, and and thanks for rubbing. That was in a my, long, stressful day. Thanks for rubbing in my final loss of the day, which was the Green Bay Packers, who did not again cover the eight and a half. Instead, they won by eight. So between all of those games, straight up against the spread. Parways. I mean, my middle name's Parway. I had about uh, about a half a dozen uh, different different options last Saturday. It was just a tough day. Um, one that you know, to our listeners, uh, look just as hard to go one and six as it is six and one. You bend, you don't break, and and look, we're not going to quit. We're going to be back this week. Uh, yeah, you see, us two are still here. We don't quit. We hey, don't- we're 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 going to be given some winners today, so. Let's talk about the winners, boys. The weekly perennial, my favorite, my favorite opportunity—a twenty-dollar investment that I will gladly make every week. Um, look, there's a lot of opportunity here for us to win some some dough. I think a little bit different this week. You got for us, boys? Who's uh? Who do we yeah, got we're gonna go the, the NFL. We're gonna go the NFL route the rest of the year, and then uh, we'll do college basketball in January when me and Merrick are still the only um, people standing in this podcast. But um. I'm not going to do the NFL game on Christmas because I don't want to do your Christmas. But across the pond, there's a bunch of EPL games the day after Christmas. They call it Boxing Day. So I got two football Americano Boxing Days for us to start out the weekly perennial. So here we go. Bucks minus nine and a half, 49ers plus five. Those are the Boxing Day plays to start off the parlay. And the rest are on Sunday and then got the Monday night special. So we're going to go my J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yes, I'm a Jets fan. Yes, I was distraught that they um, won the game. Trevor Lawrence, bye-bye. But plus nine and a half, I think they're going to win another one. Pitt, minus two. Rams bounce back and beat Seattle, plus one. Under Bears and Jaguars, 47. I like under Broncos and Chargers, 49. And under the Eagles and Cowboys, 49 and a half. And then the Sunday night game, Packers minus three and a half. I'm going back to Aaron Rodgers after he heard everyone's last Saturday night. And then Bill Belichick's got one more surprise, plus seven against the Buffalo Bills. And that twenty dollars will get you twelve thousand. And that twenty dollar investment will get you twelve thousand. But if you do it on point points bet and get the parlay boost, you'll get sixteen thousand Nick chickens, as Mike Merrick likes to say. Mercy, 
word. I, I, I think everyone's eating if that's the case, boys. Um, oh, Dallas is on me, baby. Dallas is on me at this weekly perennial hits. I know we were talking earlier about us beating up here in a few days uh, over Christmas, but even more excited, we got the whole band coming down to Dallas here for, for New Year's. Uh, New Year's Day Bowls, I know you're going to stick around. We'll, we'll get a little action in there, but mercy. That's yeah, that's, I think what are we doing the podcast time. live from Katie's Trail? Is that it? Yeah, hey, our, 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 we are sponsored, uh, sponsored by uh, Friends of the Trail, the Katie Trail. Uh, I ran the 5K uh, a couple months back and uh, big supporter, big fan of the trail. So, um, yeah, no, I'm doing a road trip down there. I got the week off, so gonna go see what Middle America and SEC territory is like. So, looking forward to it. Not driving by myself down there, so I'll be sane, but driving. The day back by myself to Champagne, that might be a little rough. Might lose my mind, but did you see? Hey, did you see that they moved? Up. Did you see they moved the Rose Bowl here? I did. I mean, the fact I, I think they do, they're doing that so that they can generate revenue. Obviously, for having the fans at the game, yeah. no doubt about that. I think we're going to continue to see that in in states that are a little bit more wax on their COVID policies throughout all of sports. Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to to hockey season so I can actually, you know, see a game. I obviously I'd live right across the street from the American Airlines Center down here where uh, where the Stars play and uh look, I'm thrilled that really the the state and and, and Dallas County as well is allowing uh uh allowing fans at uh at sporting events. So look, let's let's get into I think the the main part, the main event here. Uh look, I, I need to bounce back. That's clear as day. Uh, we've got a lot of good bowl games coming up. Uh, I've got a couple circled, a couple real nice games. Uh, and, and for you listeners, look, we are only going to cover bowl games uh, through the 30th. Uh, we'll have, obviously, next, week, next week's episode out that touches on any New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, or ladder bowls uh, leading up to the national championship game. Oh uh, yeah, I, I got one. It's uh, it's not till Tuesday, December 29th, but it's the first one at uh 4:30, and that's gonna be uh, Miami and Oklahoma State. And uh, I've been a big fan of Eric King, and I hope he comes back one more year because I think Miami is a national title contender if that's the case. And OK State, dark horse college football playoff. You've been hearing it from the liberal media at ESPN all year. They absolutely flopped. Mike Gundy is an overrated coach. Lost three games. The running back Chuba is not going to be at the game. He dropped out, can't blame him, wanted to go pro. He probably should have went pro last year if he knew this was going to play out. I think Miami runs them out of the building. It's Plus two and a half. Miami. I, take the money line. I take the money line and the over. Give me both of them. De'Ara King puts on a show, and um, they hope he stays one more year down in the 305, and uh, it could get a little funky down there in 2021, 2022 with a potential college football playoff berth. Heard it here first. Mercy, mercy. Hey, I, I know you were mentioning you you gotta you gotta get that razor out, man. You might be looking like Mister Three Hundred Five after that's all said and done. <laughs> growing it out, growing it out for the family. It'll be cut down in Dallas. Don't worry. Love it. Love get it. A razor for Christmas, new one. Thanks, mom and dad. Love it. Hey, my first one's also gonna be on the 29th, and we're gonna go uh, out there to the Valero Elmo Bowl. Texas, Colorado. Uh, look, I think Tom Herman's still fighting for his job. Look, a lot of a lot of Texas fans down here 
uh, a lot of boosters you hear in, in the media calling into the ticket or, or even some of the local uh, Longhorn stations are still not sold on him. You know, I, I think if, if he loses another bowl, it, it, it could be it could be the the end of it, right? For him, uh, granted, he did have a, a pretty pretty good bounce back year, you know, after after a really slow start with with this Texas team. But um, you know, look, Ellinger is going to want to go out on top as well, and, and I think that Colorado team, uh, look, I think the Pac-12 is pretty weak in general, and, and I don't think Colorado has uh, done much well uh, to really really be worth betting the nine and a half points. I like Texas coming out of this one, uh, covering the nine and a half. Texas uh, is back, final. baby. Yeah. Mayor, do you think, what are you hearing down there? Do you think Sammy Ellinger comes back? He can come back one more year because of COVID if he wants to. I don't think he's an NFL guy. What's he going to be doing? Selling life insurance? In I was, was going to say he, he, he might be over at the, at the local Sewell dealership peddling Chrysler's, uh, you know, if that's the case. Hey, that's not no. bad. I'll start out making six figures out of college. I don't think – I bet those Texas boosters feel bad for him having to deal with Tom Herman for four years. Yeah. Yeah, he he, he very well could come back. You know, it's it's a it's a very good possibility, but I think we'll have to wait and see uh, see what happens tomorrow. I, I don't I, – I agree with you, though. I don't, I don't think he's that – I don't think he's an NFL quarterback uh, yet. He, Run it know, back one more year, have a good time in Austin. I feel bad for all these seniors, man, that can't go out and party after a game. Why not? Run it back one more year. Maybe Tom Herman, maybe lightning actually strikes for him and you guys make a good run. I don't see it, but hey, it's better than selling cars at uh, the Tesla dealership down in Austin with Elon Musk now. That can be put off off for one more year. Your college glory days can't. Hey, let me tell you, ever been to Rainy Street down there? Never been to Austin. Been to Dallas a couple times. Hey, wow. Failed on a trip to Dallas one time too, but we don't (laughs) talk. Hey, people don't forget, but dude, look, rainy street down there. Hey, how are you? Hey, how uh, you doing? Yeah. Wow. Cowboy boots and short jeans, skirt, skirts, making knees weak for days, dude. It's, it's unbelievable. It's a, it's a true sight to see. Down Sounds there. like a country concert where you get exposed to COVID. Yeah. Hey, sometimes you got to take risks, right? Okay, Merrick, do we want to do – I know we previewing games for the 30th. We'll definitely talk about the uh, Florida and Oklahoma one. but uh, Never again. Ne- no, ne- never again. I, I, I won't hey, – yeah, That's the best game of the bowl season, but we but let's preview. Give us a preview of your Iowa-Missouri game. That's 14 and a half. 14 and a half. Look, I, personally, I don't know if I could touch the game, just, give, just giving my bias on it, but um, I think Iowa's defense has been pretty strong. The last couple of weeks, um, Missouri can put up a ton of points, which is why that 14 and a half makes me a little bit nervous, but also curious why that, that over unders at 50 and a half. Um, look, if anything on this game, I'd probably take the over, uh, that 50 and a half just seems a little bit too low for me. Um, music city ball. I was actually been in that, I think two or three times in the last, uh, eight to 10 years. So uh, I think they've been victorious uh, every occasion, but 15 uh, is a lot of points. I like the over in that game uh, over 50 and a half. Uh, you, you can, you can write that one down for me. I, I, I'm pretty confident in that one. Eric, you're speaking to me to this too. The only thing that scares me is I think everyone else is going to be on that. So by Wednesday, December 30th, three o'clock, we'll have a couple of drinks in us already and we'll see what else the boys like. But if everyone else is on the over, I'm probably just going to watch this like the Notre Dame Clemson again, but if not, I'll write it with you. That number's too low. I feel like there's something Vegas 
knows that we don't. And that happens quite a bit. Well, I, I think the other reason why it's it's so low, I was actually uh, pretty COVID hit right now. I believe they have 15 players uh, who could be out with COVID for the game. So that could be that could be driving that. But you also we've talked about this before. You have a backup quarterback in Iowa, Deuce Hogan. Shout out South Lake, Texas. Great name. Who is an absolute stud. 6'4, 225, absolute rocket of an arm. Uh NFL style uh pocket quarterback. Look, he's perfect for this Iowa offense. I I think even if uh Petrus is out. I think he slides in without a problem, and and uh, I, I think they can still hit that. But uh, we'll see if the game's even played because, again, what, what I've been reading the last two days is that there's a very good likelihood that uh, the University of Iowa may cancel their showing to that to that ball game. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Okay, yeah, let's just preview this Florida-Oklahoma game. Number seven ranked Florida, number six Oklahoma. Merrick, Florida burned him again. This is the thing. Midwest guy. I hate the SEC. I love to bet against them every bowl season. I also can't stand Lincoln Riley and Spencer Rattler, so I don't know what to do here. But I think the SEC is extremely overrated this year. There is no defense whatsoever at all. I think you got to go Boomer Sooner, Boomer Sooner, Norman, Oklahoma, Lincoln Riley, not Spencer Rattler. Give me Oklahoma plus three and the money line again. I want Holyfield. I want Holyfield. I do. I want Holyfield. I want Saban. I want Holyfield. I want Mullins. I want Leach. None of these SEC guys. I want Jimbo Fisher. I want all of them. Yeah, I'm I'm out on this game. Um, look, I, I, now, but it's going to be seven o'clock after about ten hours <laughs> drinking outside. I'm holding you to this. I'm holding you to this. I'm I'm out on this game, and here's here's why I'm out on this game. I have touched so many Oklahoma games this year, whether they're overs. Uh, I remember I took Texas when they played OU. OU covered. Um, the early when Rattler couldn't figure it out the first two weeks of the year, um, I was on OU. Uh, look, they're, they're on the never again list last week. Prime example. Over, under 57 and a half. I'm taking the over. Guess what hits? hits? It's the under. Right? Like every game I take – doesn't hit. Not to mention, too, the last like three weeks that I've actually bet Florida. Keep in mind, listeners, if you would have bet Florida when I suggested it uh, at the spot I gave on the show, look, you're, you're walking away two and one. However, when you're in my scenario, and look, Misery loves company, I'm 0-3. I'm 0-3 the last three times that I bet Florida. I'm out. I'm out. It's like that episode of Seinfeld when Kramer, when Kramer walks in, when they're having the masturbation contest. I'm out. I'm out on this game. I'm out. I'm out. Not touching it. Done. Give me Oklahoma plus three. I see three and a half some places. That total looks low, 71 and a half after Bama, Florida. Stay away from it. That's my advice. Go against Gainesville. They're frauds. SEC's frauds. Don't buy the hype. All right. Since uh, we're running a little. Hey, hey, boys. Boys. Yeah. If I had to bet anything, I'd bet the over. Bet the over. <laughs> 71 and a half. It's going to be the line. It was it and a half, now it's 71 and a half. So get it while it's low still. Get it while it's low before Merrick locks it in. Okay, <laughs> so uh, just to recap our lock of the week for college football, mine is, um, once again, the U, 305, plus two or plus 106 money line against Oklahoma State, December 29th, 430. Merrick, give your shout-out to the Longhorns one more time. Oh. Uh. 
Hey, boys. What if Mesquite and Oak had a party at the lake house this weekend? Hell, I go. <laughs> hey, me and McConaughey are going to be laughing after the Longhorns cover nine and a half. Hook them, baby. Buy Lincoln with that money. <laughs> okay, so let's go to the NFL slate. We're not going to talk about all this once. We're just going to give you a lot for that, too, since we're going to slowly transition in the NFL going in the podcast and college basketball. We're running low on time, so we'll just do the NFL pick. Merrick, you want me to do my lock first, or you want to go? Oh, you, brother. Start us off. Okay. I, I'm a contrarian. I like going against the grain. And with that being said, give me the Steelers plus two. Juju Smith-Schuster's at home, so he's not dancing on his own field. Mike Tomlin's sick of it. Ben Roethlisberger needs to wake up. And I also think it's going to be very cold Sunday in Pittsburgh. Grass field. Phillip Rivers is not going to want to be there. He's going to be throwing ducks north 20 yards max. I know that defense is beat up with Watt maybe hurt. Um but he should be able to play. I still love Fitzpatrick back there. Those boys will get it back together, and I think they're going to take care of Indianapolis. Um, this should be at least a field goal. It's only two. Give me that. Lock it up, baby. Love it. I, I, I actually had that one on my card. I have two games circled for Sunday. Struggle up, Mary. Give another one. I mean, I, I, I shouldn't really have any games circled, but uh, that was one of two. Uh, the one that I'm actually the most confident in would be the Arizona – Cardinals uh, minus five at home against a a pretty depleted uh, injury uh, ridden 49ers team. I mean, you look Kittle's out. Uh, they're still playing uh, with that backup quarterback uh, Mullins. Um, you know, they uh, what Debo Samuel's still out too. They're a little yeah, banged Iowa, up on I defense. Iowa, I'm starting under center there too. And and not to mention they got 45 year old Richard Sherman uh, still playing corner and getting burned uh, by by these receivers look I, I think that Arizona offense is too talented and I think they're gonna I think they're gonna win probably by about 17 points uh coming out of that one in Glendale so go on and lock me up for the Arizona Cardinals minus five right now no I love it unlike the other people on this podcast when we get knocked down we get right back up on that horse and uh we give you our locks of the week so I know you guys with me one and five last week went one oh and one just hoping to keep the undefeated record going so uh Maybe that weekly perennial parlay hits two after Christmas to start off 2021 good. But um, I think this was a good episode. We've been getting some constructive criticism back, lighten it up a little bit. So I think that's what we both did. And uh, we thank our listeners and we look forward to the rest of the year. But we have one more segment. I'll let Merrick give me, uh, I'll let Merrick give me the uh, prelude to that, though. Yeah, look, our last segment for the week and something that I look forward to and, and finding out. It's obviously a little warm down here, but – Boys, what's the weather like in South Bend, Indiana? All right, Brian Kelly, after getting smoked against Clemson, comes back to Notre Dame for the holidays. Saturday, there's no game for Notre Dame, but they'll be playing in a week. Got 35 degrees, partly cloudy, only a 10% chance of rain. Wind will hit double digits, but won't go higher than 12. So Santa, be careful on those rooftops, scaffolding included. Be okay out there. But you should have a safe trip in South Bend, and everyone else have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. It's going to be cold up there, baby. I'm not looking forward to it. We've been having 65, 70 degrees the last couple of days down here. But, uh, yeah, look, for all you listeners, appreciate you guys tuning in uh, this week. As Blaze said, down, not out. Bend, don't break.
uh, we will turn it around. We will and bounce it, back. And look, look, it's a it's a winning mentality that we're going to have going into the holiday here. Uh, we're going to win some money. We're going to win you guys some money. Uh, and look, we hope each and every one of you has a very safe and happy holiday season. Uh, again, appreciate you tuning in, and we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Have a good one.